0: RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash News. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Entertainment Earth. Visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainmentearth to get awesome Star Trek toys and collectibles and support this show All at the same time. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, March 10th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Discovery's Saniqua Martin Green reveals she's pregnant. A viral Twitter thread imagines today's board games in Star Trek, and Trek Corps comes through with pictures from the Starfleet Museum on Star Trek The Cruise. All that plus this week's Trek trivia, coming up next. Sonequa Martin Green has announced that she is pregnant. The Star Trek Discovery star made the announcement on Instagram on Sunday. Martin Green posted a picture of herself flanked by her husband, actor Kenrick Green, and their son, Kenrick II. Martin Green captioned the image, adding another passenger to the Green train. All aboard, little lady. This train is fueled by love, and we're already overflowing with it for you. Martin Green has recently finished filming for Star Trek Discovery Season 3, which is expected to be ready as early as May. There's no definitive word yet on when the new season will be out, but let's hope that they don't need any reshoots, since Martin Green's baby bump will be growing quickly. Then again, they worked around it for Gates McFadden in Star Trek The Next Generation, Season 4. You can see Sinequa Martin-Green in her role as Michael Burnham in Seasons 1 and 2 of Star Trek Discovery, now streaming on CBS All Access an innocuous Twitter thread about board games in Star Trek has gone viral in Trek circles. Yesterday morning, Sean Kelly, at StorySlug on Twitter, posted the following. It's weird how many board games exist in Star Trek. He then proceeded in a 54-tweet thread to poke fun at the leisure activities people seem to get up to on the show, first by lampooning scenarios from actual episodes, and later moving on to imagining Star Trek characters playing games contemporary to our time. One presumes that their classic nature means they've simply been preserved into the 24th century. Some of the best ones? Warf rolls the dice. Ah, now it is you who is sorry. <laughs> That's my Worf impression. <laughs> to Paul, can we not simply replicate the missing piece? Trip. This is an original copy of Mousetrap. Those plastic mice are irreplaceable. Seven of Nine gets really into Candyland, and for most of the episode, it's just super embarrassing until she has a monologue at the end that ties it into barely-remembered childhood trauma, and suddenly it's your favorite episode. And finally, Q forces the crew to play in a real-life version of Chutes and Ladders, which turns out to be way more dangerous than you'd expect, because the British version has snakes. At the very end of the thread, Kelly suggests that maybe Alex Kurtzman or the Star Trek writer's room should give him a job. Personally, I'm a fan of more board games in Trek and in real life, so let's hope that maybe they make it so. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Oh, this week, I'm highlighting some of the really great Star Trek stuff you can get from entertainmentearth.com. Today's edition, a pair of 7-inch resin bobbleheads of Geordi and Data from Star Trek The Next Generation in full Sherlock Holmes regalia. Each figure also includes a Baker Street holodeck-themed backdrop to stand on. This set was a Comic-Con exclusive and limited to just 1,500 pieces in total, you can snag the set for yourself today for just twenty-two forty-nine. And when you hit the Entertainment Earth site, by first going to dailystartreknews.com forward slash Earth, they reward me with a small affiliate incentive. So you can work on building your collection of cool Star Trek stuff and help me out at the same time. To find out more, just head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash earth. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainment earth, and a big thanks to you for supporting this show. For those of you, like me, who were unable to attend Star Trek The Cruise last week, TrekCore has come through once again. In a piece last Friday, they compiled a set of photos from the onboard Starfleet Museum, a similar exhibit to those that Star Trek puts on for Comic-Con and Star Trek Las Vegas. The cruise's Starfleet Museum had a selection of props and materials from Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Discovery, including the upcoming Season 3, and Star Trek Voyager, which celebrates its 25th anniversary this year. Among the props on display were the painting entitled Daughter that was featured in the premiere episode of Picard, a Starfleet phaser rifle as wielded by Seven of Nine, Romulan space elf Elnor's sword and a set of Romulan tarot cards. Also on display were the Federation flag and other props featured in the Discovery Season 3 trailer, along with costumes and props from Voyager. You can view the whole collection of images for yourself on trekcore.com now. Next up, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know? The first silicon-based life form we encounter in Star Trek is the Horda, in the TOS episode, Devil in the Dark. In that episode, Kirk and crew help the miners of Janus Six to find and defeat a monster terrorizing them. But they find that the monster is actually a non-humanoid, sentient, rock-like being called the Horda, merely protecting her eggs. So now, a trivia question for you. In Devil in the Dark, the Horda is seriously wounded by phaser fire, but by the end of the episode, Despite never having encountered a horda before, Dr. McCoy successfully treats her wound. What did McCoy use to treat the horda? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This show is produced by me, Alison Pitt. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. This show is also supported by an affiliate program with Entertainment Earth. Get your Star Trek toys and collectibles today. Just visit dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainment earth. Daily Star Trek News is part of the Roddenberry Podcast Network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Subscribe to the RPN Master Feed for all the network shows in one convenient place. Just search for the Roddenberry Podcast Network on your favorite podcast app and subscribe today. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper